0: It's the show the establishment warned you about. And thank you for joining us today, the Dr. Thomas. is brought to you by Atlas and D, the preeminent medical software for membership medicine practices. And a big round of applause for them. They make doing what we do, concierge medicine, easy. And if you'd like to learn how we do things easily. In regards to billing charting and communicating with our patients and your physician out there you can try Atlas MD for free for 60 days on us and on Dr. Josh and crew at uh, askdoctortommy.com special offer for Atlas MD and we're back from Lutz in our new setup here how are you doing today
1: I'm wonderful how are you
0: and I'm here with Tracy who is returning after a stint of not being on the show last week or actually the week before last week we got right. our, a lot of busy busy stuff to talk about today so we don't want to spend too much time but i do want to say thank you to stone saver here in uh, tampa florida for providing us with a nice piece of granite and particularly thanks to jose montanez who installed it in record time after the uh, original installer that we tried to get took our template and left
1: he did it's beautiful i like the granite a lot and everyone notices it when they walk in
0: yeah the original guy he just came and he's he's talking a big show about how he's going to get it taken care of real quick and then he's going to call
1: you in 20 minutes
0: 20 minutes nothing (laughs) one day goes by two days goes by call him oh my brother didn't call you here call my brother
1: yeah and now here it is two weeks later and we still don't have that template back oh well we don't need it back now. So I wonder what he did
0: with it. <laughs> I don't know. Strange people. Today, I wanted to talk to you about a new show or a new movie is hitting the it's hitting the uh, theaters called The Irishman, and it's starring Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro, and also a variety of other figures. I think including Harvey Keitel. And this movie, if you've been following it at all, has been in development. Since at least 20, 2011, I think.
1: Really? It's taken that long to make?
0: It's been that long since people have been talking about making it. Okay. Here we are in 2018. And my fear was that these guys would not be uh, young enough to play the roles. Because they're all in their 70s, I believe. Those three characters. Or those three actors.
1: So what's this movie going to be about?
0: So The Irishman is based on a book called I Heard You Paint Houses. And the <clears throat> Heard You Paint Houses apparently is a lingo for... Uh, the splatter you get when you shoot somebody and the blood splatters on the house. Mm. And so if you come to somebody and say, I heard you paint houses, that's me saying, I heard you are a a killer. And yes. And so this movie is about a gentleman who purports to have been the last person or actually the person who took out Jimmy Hoffa. Mm. He claims that. And in the book, I heard you paint houses. he, He details us. So in the movie, it takes place as flashbacks, series of flashbacks with the old hitman. The Irishman uh, telling a story, and that's Robert De Niro's character. And in the in the movie, they're going to use technology that they utilized previously. And if you've seen the movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button that mm-hmm. takes um, Brad Pitt and mm-hmm. makes him go from a young baby to an old person and to yes. a young person, blah, blah, blah. Well, they had this facial technology that they used to make Brad Pitt look like he was a young man when he was actually 40s or something. Mm-hmm. So it made him look... He's a teenager, and then they later used it to make him look like his older person. Anyway, they're going to use that technology for De Niro and some of the other characters to make them look like they were younger. Oh, so it'll be when interesting. Is, when is this
1: movie going to be um, out?
0: 2019.
1: Oh, it's a long time to wait.
0: It is, but it is in production now. Finally, after what I was afraid would never happen, but it's happened.
1: Now, what it's about happening. the other movie we were just talking about this morning that we need to, it's in the theaters now that I, I really wanna go that see it. That is a new
0: Clint Eastwood movie and that is called, um, i look it up here. something. 50, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's the name of a train to Paris. It's called something to Paris, uh, but it stars Clint Eastwood. And you said you saw some reviews about it already. Poor reviews, yes. Poor reviews says Clint Eastwood's worst movie.
1: Worst movie ever, yes. Hmm. Um. Multiple multiple reviews. And they said most, it because multiple. it was too slow. It was very slow. That yeah, they went to the bathroom and came back, and they didn't miss a thing.
0: And that's why it was the worst movie because it was slow. Didn't say very bo- just
1: boring. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's about uh, apparently it's about some people who are.
1: It looks good to me though. It looks like it's. Uh, I mean, the thing is though, it's everything is it takes place on the train, mm-hmm. so maybe it seems a little redundant. Well, we watched like, a movie okay, last night else. that takes
0: place inside of a shark cage for the m- most part
1: oh yeah yeah so, and it's good five
0: meters down mm-hmm. let me just find the name of this movie so this is clint eastwood's latest movie his previous movie this was i believe was sully which was in 2015. oh no the sniper sniper american sniper is 2014.
1: okay that was awesome
0: oh that's one is for him as an actor uh director um the 517 to paris is the new movie
1: 517 previous ten, 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 movie, to, what was it called again
0: the 517 like 1517 okay. mm-hmm. to paris I'm sorry 1517 appears okay and then there's Sully which was before that in 2016 the American sniper in 2014 mm, I don't know we'll see
1: it's in theaters now though right
0: it is not in theaters is it let me see
1: well it has to be because people are already uh, watching it
0: you're right February 9th
1: oh yes. so it just came out yeah, we'll
0: go see it we'll yeah, give I our have... report
1: yeah I'd like to see it We'll give
0: our unbiased I report. can't imagine
1: that cl- cl- I mean I'm not sure well wait a second what was the movie A Million Dollar Baby? That's a Clint Eastwood. You thought that was Ismael? bad? That was bad. What was the whole point in that movie?
0: You thought it was bad because of the story, not yeah. because of the technique or the storytelling. Right, telling. it wasn't
1: the directing and or producing. It wasn't any of that. It was just the storyline. What was the point?
0: Point was this was an old curmudgeon-y trainer who basically was able to rekindle his um, humanity by taking on this young female upstart fighter who he thought should not be in the ring because it was too dangerous and in the end she became hurt and kind of reinforced his whole idea to begin with but at the same time he, he went on this journey and then became very attached to this fighter That, but it was sad
1: it was awful at the end I was like god what was the point in this That was that's the worst movie ever I thought Mystic ever. River
0: was sad yeah what's that? Mystic too? River was another Clint Eastwood movie I thought was sad because they popped what's his name for no good reason anyway so that's moving the theaters if you want to check that out the five or no 1517 appears but the movie that's going to come out is the irishman that's what we were talking about there's a bill out that was in florida so for all of you listening across the uh country uh there is a bill in florida that was defeated and it was a bill that would allow pharmacists to treat and test for the flu this is from Bay.com. bill that would have let pharmacists test for treat or test and treat for flu and strep stalls and committee a bill that would have allowed pharmacists to test and treat for flu or strep infections was shelved Tuesday uh, and this is from uh, February 6 so this was a week ago shelved Tuesday in a state Senate committee meeting after pushback from physicians and committee members about patients bypassing their primary care providers I don't know if it's about bypassing the primary care providers is it so much as about is it appropriate
1: it's not appropriate and I know that <coughs> Excuse me. That article I mean, says. And this makes it think
0: like the doctors were.
1: Well, this article says for they patients, were
0: stealing patients or something.
1: Well, this article it says that um, it's for patients that or for people who don't have a primary care physician will get a primary care physician or go to a walk-in clinic.
0: Yeah. The bill would have required pharmacists to undergo an eight-hour certification course. Multiple physicians cited concerns at the meeting that pharmacists would still not have the medical training to adequately diagnose the flu or any complications a patient may have from a basic test. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Michael Force, I'm just going to mess this up. Force Toffle, a general internist in Tallahassee, associated with the Florida Medical Association, said the mouth swab tests were imprecise compared to a trained doctor's clinical diagnosis and that older, higher risk patients might develop related medical issues after contracting the flu, which a pharmacist might not, have, not, might not be equipped to treat. Well, that's very true.
1: Mm-hmm. They have to take a course too. They have to take a course to do that, but eight-hour course. I, I don't know how many pharmacists how many uh, have pharmacists time. Would want this? Yeah, who who would want this? How I many mean, I know we know
0: pharmacists. I, I wish I asked them next time we're in public, so I'm yeah. gonna ask them.
1: Do you want to take the time to look at hey, people's do, mouths?
0: Do you want to up uh, their noses? Do you want to be treating flu?
1: Right. So when they went to school, they knew they were going to be dealing with pills, right? And liquids, you know, medications. In, in, not be dealing with people's snotty noses yeah. and yucky mouth, and and be um, and then of course you know. Have people cough in their face and yeah, be prone to You know, I don't know. I think it's just a,
0: probably. A, I'd be interested to see what uh, Jeff um, Brandis was thinking when he proposed this. Um, maybe he was just thinking that you know i take it on the face that yeah, there's not enough people to get evaluated. But hell, if you look in Tampa, I think we got more doctors' offices per capita than anywhere else there's in the United States.
1: Clinics on every corner.
0: I tell you, when we went to t- Pennsylvania. Our whole stay there, I think we were there a week, I think I saw one urgent care. Yeah. You can't go to the... Uh, you can't drive down the street without seeing at least four.
1: Yeah, there's a walk-in clinic on every corner. Heck, they just there's built, multiple they they just branches built of that, the
0: same brand of walk-in clinic and within a mile yeah, of it. Yeah, and they couple just miles. built
1: um, an ER, a small unit yeah. ER there in um, what, off of Dell Mabry. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, by the if you Wal-Marts. don't, yes, by the WalMarts. So if you don't have a primary care physician, we really don't need one. You can go to a walk-in clinic yep. to be diagnosed with the flu or strep.
0: Um. So that's that. Jeff Sessions Reefer Madness. This is from Forbes.com, February 16th, hot off the presses. Oh no, is that right? That no, says February 16th. The oh, America's this is from 2017. A, this is from last year.
1: Yeah, that's from June.
0: Last year, sorry. Oh, right or wrong. June 16th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Jeff Sessions Reefer Madness. Um, it says here that, uh, where is it?
1: Just get to the funny part. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this way. This is Jeff. You told him. So Jeff Sessions has this idea that uh, marijuana is harmful for you. Jeff Sessions, attorney general, uh, recused himself from the Senate or from the Russia investigation because he didn't want to contaminate it. And in the meantime, everybody else involved with the Russia investigation was probably involved in making the Russia Mm -hmm. thing happen. And Jeff's over there in the corner saying, that's all right. I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like I'm impartial or not Mm -hmm. impartial. Anyway, so Jeff Sessions, God bless him, former senator, uh, I believe it's North Carolina, um, South Carolina, one of the Carolinas. He's attorney general. So he wants to crack down on um, marijuana, wacky weed.
1: Because it makes people kill.
0: So in here it says, um, <laughs> where is it? It says, this is talking about, so it says, says oddly enough, this week, the, granted, this is from June of 2017. Oddly enough, this week is also the 80th anniversary of the House floor of the House floor vote on the ma- first major piece of federal marijuana legislation, the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937. They spelled marijuana with an H instead of a J. Mm-hmm. That was when the whole country officially called reefer madness. This is from Forbes.com. In the following decades, a series of misguided government policies made the problem worse and prejudice towards marijuana and myths about the drug still abound. Only in the last 20 years has the country begun to get over its self-inflicted disease. However, there are those in which the condition is lingering. In a letter, Sessions asked, Sessions asked Congress to remove the restriction to the, quote, historic drug, drug epidemic and potentially long-term uptick in violent crime, showing the Attorney General has clearly imbibed our coarsest and most antiquated form of anti-marijuana pro- propaganda its supposed connection to crime and its status as a, quote, gateway drug. So they're talking about Jeff Sessions wanted a repeal of something called the Rohrabacher-Farr Amendment, which prohibits the Justice Department from using federal funds to go after marijuana, medical marijuana providers and users in those states where it's been made legal. So last year, Jeff Sessions wanted to uh, make it to where states like Florida, which have passed through their local governments and decided amongst themselves that they would like to have medical marijuana available, he would like to have uh, the law passed that prohibited him from going after those uh, sovereign states that have enacted this, uh, he would like that removed so he can then go after him, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess we have the FBI or Department of Justice or DEA beating down the doors of medical marijuana where little old ladies are sitting there getting marijuana for their pain or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Does he have something better to do with his time?
0: I guess not. This is from 2016 but the reason why we or you brought this up or i brought this up is because there has recently been and i commented on twitter about it i believe or linkedin i can't remember there was there was this connection they said oh it was on twitter jeff sessions and i guess in his 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 party or his uh his team believes that marijuana leads to opioid addiction and so that's how they're tying it together okay what is the odds that some of this is not necessarily for uh the good of people what is the odds that potentially this is for the good of who
1: yes it's not for the good of the people well, who
0: do you think possibly could be hit behind jeff sessions fervent desire to stamp out who well who do you think
1: i don't know pharmacy
0: yeah maybe, maybe pfizer <laughs> you know all these companies mm-hmm. That's yeah, interesting. Well,
1: I like. I think it's funny how he thinks. That, well, the article. Oh is, yeah. You have to read about the twenty year old. Okay.
0: Yeah. Here it goes. Where is it? Uh, okay. This is. This is okay. I go back to the, my point. So this is back in 1937 when they were prohibiting the marijuana in the first place. It says at one point a group of congressmen asked the bill's proponents to explain the provisions in further detail. In response, a member of the Ways and Means Committee, um, Ways and Means, recounted the hyperbolic testimony of Harry Als. Anslinger, the commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and a man who zealously hated drug users. And this this is 1937. In committee, Anslinger had presented photographs of a bloody murder scene in order to, quote, show the fury of a murderer, quote, in quotes, who is high on marijuana. He recounted the quote, case of a 20-year-old boy who killed his brothers and sister and his parents while under the influence of marijuana, end quotes. And he testified that in, quote, some cases, a single marijuana cigarette, quote, might develop a homicidal mania.
1: That's amazing.
0: And all the congressional record of floor debates over the law, takes up fewer than two pages. He goes on to talk about how at the time people knew virtually nothing about marijuana and what they did know about it was wrong
1: yes i hardly doubt this 20 year old boy killed his family um due after to, high after getting high if anything you know he might have sat down and ate a bag of potato chips and maybe a couple candy bars yes. maybe laughed a little yeah he obviously was a, a crazy kid anyway despite the fact that he liked to smoke marijuana
0: you know marijuana back to that point was made illegal in the 30s so prior to that it was just like any other herb just like ginger you know, ginger you can use for nausea. Mm-hmm. You know, think of ginger using that for nausea, or think of marijuana using that for pain relief or mm-hmm. insomnia or whatever all the other different things are that you could use marijuana for.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, a patient was just telling of the day about using um, how uh, expectant mothers are using marijuana to help com- um, uh, calm their nausea. And I don't recommend Expected that. Expectant mothers? In the first They're trimester? Smoking marijuana? Yes, not smoking it. Not uh, inhaling it, but eating it. Really? Yeah. I And I don't know. I didn't read the article about it, but he's he said um, there was a, an article about it recently. I I, I don't recommend I would it. I don't recommend that. Yeah. But anyway. Not any for any
0: other reason Then I'm not sure if it's safe.
1: That's right. Yeah. Sounds I like not. it
0: could not be safe. A baby getting high? A little I know, baby?
1: I know. I don't recommend it.
0: Of course, though, when I was in residency, we had patients that were on methadone. Pregnant? Mm-hmm. And they delivered... Thankfully, normal babies, healthy mm. babies.
1: Yeah, it's scary.
0: You know, uh, yeah. There's this other story here that we have. Kaylee Coster's missing Florida team found yes. safe. Tell them about that.
1: Oh, Kylie. Kylie. Kylie Grace. It caught my attention because it's so close to Kaylee Grace. Yeah. You know, our seven-year-old. And uh, I mean this little girl. It's such a sad story. She's 13 years old. She was uh, had been adopted two years ago by what seems like a loving man and wife and her um anyway she came up missing she ran away from home she put pillows underneath her bed um, to make it look like she was um you know sleeping and then they realized the next morning she disappeared so she you know was on the, the run i guess for two days but um she was in search of her biological mother who apparently was a prostitute and they had found google searches um that she was looking for how to find a john apparently that's another name for a pimp yeah. um, and how to find a, a john uh, is
0: someone who gets the services of a prostitute
1: oh okay well she was looking that's up. What to, what? <laughs> what
0: that's, that's what they used to call me
1: now what oh, nothing what were you gonna say that's what they used to call me <laughs> now that's really funny um and then uh, how to find a pimp and she would asked her adoptive father um if prostitutes make a good you know that they have a good life mm. you know she was so confused just you know she she know. i don't know how she knows it well i guess you know she's 14 years old and she was just adopted out two years ago so maybe she lived with her mother prior i don't know such a sad story anyway she was found safe and mm. obviously needs lots of counseling but it's a very sad story this little girl was adopted into a loving family but you know i know i learned in early um when i was in uh, early head start and doing early education classes that a lot of times what happens to a child in the first three years of life you know, it's going to affect them later in life, and sometimes that damage cannot be reversed. Hmm. It's sad.
0: Yeah, you know, we had a couple of stories of you know, people that have been adopted and things. Mm-hmm. And that's a yes. Yeah,
1: like so I just had a patient tell me the other day that she was adopted, and I yeah. don't recall knowing that. I don't think that i knew it a few patients
0: are adopted Mm -hmm. most of the time thankfully it's adopted into loving families Mm because people who are wanting children right but sometimes you could be adopted into a family that's not
1: yeah which seems
0: you know Mm -hmm. counterintuitive yes here's a person looking for a child because they apparently don't have one of their own or can't have one their own you'd think Mm -hmm. they would be the most
1: well wonderful
0: place and yet
1: well i think sometimes um they're looking for someone to abuse.
0: That's terrible. Also,
1: now I know when I worked in pediatrics,
0: like
1: oh. I dealt with a lot of foster mothers, and I'm, I'm you know, it's wonderful to be a foster mother. But these two particular women that um, would bring the children in were clearly doing it for the money. Yeah,
0: they use it as a way to make a living.
1: It was that. That's exactly right. Yes, you get a
0: salary basically. Yes,
1: um, but they would have, you know, five kids, and they'd be under the age of five. And there's no way they'd all have snotty noses and need diaper changes and Mm. um oh gosh i was great i mean i I don't know what those children's lives were like before Uh, you know i'm sure they were living a better life now currently with the foster parent but it could have been even better in my opinion if they were in really great homes where they you know didn't have five six other kids and this one person taking care of them it was too much
0: you know sad to think about it all the different people out there who would like to have children who can't mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. these people who have children that don't take care of them and oh my gosh yes, openly like the, abuse them even like
1: the, the family we just talked about a couple episodes ago
0: the 15 people that had the, chained yeah. them up to a wall yes I haven't yeah. heard
1: anything else about that story mm-hmm. um, those kids are gonna need some major therapy for yeah. probably the rest of their life
0: that's sad what else is there I think that's all we covered everything
1: that's it happy valentine's day it to everyone quick.
0: happy valentine's day to all of our people out there and if you don't have a valentine then happy uh valentine's day anyway mm-hmm. you don't need one <laughs> obviously you don't not everyone has one
1: i know it's true not everyone wants one
0: not everyone wants one saint valentine i guess is the person who they named it after it must have been the patron saint of something or another
1: oh i
0: don't know kaylee had her valentine's little bag box that she took with her
1: Hershey's Kisses for Miss Alice
0: Whole bag of them.
1: A Lolly, uh, tutsu, not to zero Pops, Blow Pops blow for the pops. class, and then cards for the class. And she'd made a little box to put her cards in. So yeah. it was a big ordeal.
0: Wanted to remind listeners if you're interested in purchasing supplements, that you can actually do that. Uh, I've been meaning to mention this. I keep forgetting because there's some people that we have that just purchase supplements alone. And they're not even members here. We've never even met them. We've never met them. So you can purchase both MIC, which is a vitamin injection that people take weekly or biweekly or twice a week. I'm not sure what biweekly means every two weeks or twice a week. Either way, you can take it up to twice a week. It's an injection. It's a vitamin B12, B6, and also methionine and oxytocin Helps the weight loss, help with energy. You can purchase that uh, remotely through us. You can also go to our website and get uh, Metagenics, which is pharmaceutical-grade supplements, and just go to for both of those go to tampadirectcare.com and in the side panel there'll be uh, supplements and there'll be one for mick but i just want to let you know that because i've been meaning to say that and i keep forgetting so mm-hmm. I, f- I remembered now and i also wanted to thank all of our subscribers we have a, a handful of new subscribers mm-hmm. and we thank you for sharing because some of our subscribers shared and then some of the one that somebody listening out there is a future member of echelon health yeah because we no have doubt. several listeners who are now Members And we appreciate them, both as members and listeners. And if you're a listener, you can subscribe on YouTube or iTunes. You can hit the little bell on YouTube, and that will notify you if we have a a new show. Um, And then you can subscribe all across the digital media for a podcast. And then today's song of the week is from KISS, Love It Loud. I've been listening to KISS a little bit lately because I was watching this uh, or listening to Paul Stanley, who's a co-founder, along with Gene Simmons of KISS, rhythm guitarist and vocalist. Uh, talk about Kiss and how they became a part, uh, came about, and you know, some interesting things about, you know, meeting Ace Freely and uh, Peter Chris, who are the departed members, and uh, so it's interesting, kind of uh, band history. It wasn't one of my favorite bands when I was a kid, Kiss, and um, when I grew up, one of my first albums I ever got was Asylum mm. by Kiss, and that was, um, uh, put in 1986.
1: Did you ever see them?
0: No, nope, never saw them. My brother Fred did. He yeah, saw them in '96.
1: I seen them. Where did I see them? Seems like I was at Disney.
0: Yeah, was it fun?
1: Yeah, it was fun. Um, and I've seen them somewhere. You know what? I think I might have seen them at the um, the amphitheater. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yes, when I'm still touring. Um, can't remember who they were with, but yes, I did see them. It was years ago.
0: Well, if you want to uh, learn more about uh, Kiss, just go go to Paul Stanley YouTube, and then. Um, i think his biography i forgot what his name of his biography or just say paul stanley biography and he reads it it's kind of interesting anyway this is love it loud this is from 1983 featuring vinnie vincent uh eric carr on drums vinnie vincent lee guitars it also has gene simmons on bass and vocals and paul stanley on rhythm guitar and, vo- and backup vocals and it is featuring ace freely in the video even though ace freely was not playing on this song and uh very very shortly after this was fired from the band. so this is love it loud and for all of you out there listening thank you until next time talk to you later bye bye